Hello and welcome back to another edition of Friends of the Vine Wine Podcast. We uh, recently went on a little road trip up to the Okanagan, my wife and I, and got to hit a bunch of different areas I've never been to before. Saw some old friends, saw Grounded Kitsch Wines, and saw Grayson at The Hatch, and uh, Katie at uh, Kitsch Wines. But we also went to a bunch of different areas that we've never been to before, down to the Oliver and Narabata Bench area, which is uh, quite popular for Okanagan wines. Quite popular for BC wines, that's the main area. And uh, stopped in OK Falls and had a nice little private tour of Echo Bay Vineyard. We met Kelsey, the winemaker, and uh, had some barrel samples and had some of her wine and took a little tour of the vines. And this was our conversation recorded uh, from that day. It was a bit uh, bit windy that day, but uh, managed to snag some audio. And here it is. Let's get right into it. Just the tad like side of chili, right? But not. I it's know. Nice, it's, but it's kind of like tempting us, and yeah. the nights and mornings are still cool. Yeah. When the sun's not out, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. it, right? Yeah. It's oh, been really nice sense. though, pruning these days. Yeah. That perfect weather. Oh, and it's been so beautiful and sunny, so and beautiful. yeah, exactly. I'm ready for spring. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. It yeah. took a while. Yeah. Um, Thank you, by the way. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Yeah. Thanks Thank for coming you. by. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Like I said, my, my friend Marco was, well, we poured, when you guys poured it at the Psalm screen, that mm-hmm. was, um, that was where we're like, you know, and he's a, he's been an advocate of the Capron, especially. He's like, if you're up here and, you know, you can get me one, <laughs> and then I'll just, I'll send you money and, you know, so... Well, I can maybe give you guys a sneaky box. Oh, he would love that. <laughs> he would you die. Tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's yeah. The thing we have a whole bunch. I mean, we have some setback, so yeah. it's not like we have none and mm-hmm. recording. But yeah, we kind of want to well, yeah, try and keep them and see what happens. Library stock, library stock. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to de- decide on the library stock, keeping back ten pieces of each, but. Yeah. And you can always sort of let it go as it as the years go on too, That's right? The thing. Sort yeah. of slowly release it. Yeah, back releases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Capronk is pretty great in the Okanagan and pretty excited with that for now. That's one like so like I had Grant on the podcast and he was he was talking about the grapes that it's like, okay, you can do what you want mm-hmm. but what's really working, what's not, right? Yeah. Like so um Capron being one of those ones that is working, right? Like, yeah. Like as much as there is, because uh, somebody was said at one point there was like seventy different varietals in the air, you know, up here. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're not all working, right? So, but you kind of have to go with, yeah. It's such a. It's so great that we have the opportunity oh, to experiment for sure. for sure. Because like we're so we have such a short history and we have no idea what works. But then yeah. yes, eventually over time we're gonna like build up what we know works yeah. best here. Yeah. Like I'm saving. We actually own the property across the street. So okay. Two or three acres to plant. Um, so initially, I wanted to plant some whites, but I really want to try trousseau. I think trousseau would be good. I could great for the Okanagan. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So I might do. That's what we were talking that. about in the car on the way driving around here. Was that you know like um, we're used to in France and stuff like that, where you're in Burgundy and you're like, this is what we do, and you say this the is my spot. Have, and they're like, 
burgundy. You know, we're like, and what do you, and you know, whereas here it's like, well, we're doing this and this and this, and we're going to try or, this. Or, or we're buying it from this yeah. venue. We're, we're buying it from here this, and here and here. Know. I can't, can you imagine if you had said that? Or, yeah, do you take it from there and there? And you're like, well, where do you get your grapes? We're like, outside um, our door. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> like, you just drove through them. It's the only option. Yeah, exactly. Right. And there aren't those options. Yeah. 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 I just think it's fun. I don't know if it's because I'm, like, I'm pretty new to the industry, too. I've only been in it for four years. Right. Um, but I love, like, the, the experimental part of it. Yeah. yeah. Trying out new things and doing something a little different yeah. every year. Well, like we were just at the Rickle Bambino, um, the yeah, Cookie Crown. Yeah, so we were just down there, and, and he's like, oh, we're going to try and plant some Grenache here and stuff. And nice. We're like, yeah, see how, see how it goes, right? Yeah. And see if it works or not. And so, yeah. I know, it's fun, mm-hmm. um, definitely, but we, yeah, we have an interesting, because we're growing like Petit Verdot and Carbonara, and they're pretty mm-hmm. on the edge in our Sangio. Our Sangiovese is always at 11%, it seems. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've only uh, measured the first one, but the other ones are around that too. What's uh, in this, what's in this one? So this one's majority Merlot Cab Franc, and then Cab Sav, Petit Verdot, Malbec, Carbonara. Our Sangiovese, we're bottling it separately. Okay. It only makes a barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, we made it actually just because my uncle loved Chianti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're I was like, say, yeah, we'll make it for you. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Lorian's dad is a big Sangiovese fan. He loves Sangiovese, so. Um, um, but I love it. Like we make yeah. it's so such a light style that we make, yeah. but it's like super fresh and fruity, and it's just a fun wine to yeah. drink. You know. Mm-hmm. That was the one that we got. Remember. That you're like, oh, I like this one, <laughs> and it was, um, we belong to the Pimian Wine Club. To the so, what? Uh, Pimian. So Pimian? yeah, they do. It's like a, it's like a wholesaler where they basically do offerings every six weeks or so. It'll be different, you know, different countries or whatever. So they'll bring in, like Australia, Italy, whatever. They'll bring in. So every six weeks they'll say, okay, this is what we have, and so they've got a MW who goes and like tries all the wines and sources them all out, and then. You can buy them by the case, wow. um, and then she'll like she'll do uh, just you know descriptions and everything and and seller potential you know blah 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 yeah. everything about it, and then so every once in a while we taste we can taste stuff ahead of time. A lot of it you're kind of going on on what you've been told mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Or you know if you buy one year then you know the next year or whatever. But then um, so we, we went to one tasting and they have a few they had a few left over from that year, so it was, but it was kind of like, okay, well, this is what's going to come, and one of them was uh, a Sangiovese, oh, the $53, 50, <laughs> two, that's what you bought them all. You're buying like ends of cases that are open or whatever, right. and yeah. so I was like, oh, how many are there, and he was like, four, my parents are there, and I said, oh, well, I, this is the only one I like, do you want to get some, and they were like, maybe, maybe not, and they were like, mm, no, that's, I don't think we will, I'm like, well, it's only three more, just get them, and then we got home, and we were like, Oh, yeah. oh, those are like over $50 each. We're like, yeah. oh, oh, well, now oh, we okay. got them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we oh, built okay. a, a wine cellar as well. And so we're like, well, we have to fill, you know. We, yeah, we have right. to fill it. We have to fill it. The most expensive one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, That's when he stopped letting me pick my wine. Yeah. <laughs> pick a wine. <laughs> and we're not going <laughs> to let you pick anymore. Yeah. Well, some of Yeah. Not all of them. Not yeah, all exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, once. And it was like, oh, well, we were going to get four. And then it was like, oh, just get the other three, whatever, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're good. Oh, that's like, a great idea, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's like you can get cases where you don't necessarily, like, uh, unless you're traveling to the area, you can still get them here and it goes through the BC Liquor, you know, yeah, you pick them up at the, at the liquor warehouse and stuff, right? And, um, so it's just, it's convenient that way. And you can get, like I said, you get sixes and twelves of them and stuff, right? So, yeah. Um, but uh, the price, and it's not really, like, it's not like a case spot thing where the prices are less expensive. You just get, you get them by the, and they still have to come on the ship, right? So right. Still, it takes like four months to, for your stuff to But they're up. also the ones you're not going to be able to get at the Visa yeah. store. Yeah, that's their yeah. like small yeah. vineyards and all this kind right. of stuff, yeah. right? So, yeah. And yeah, some of it's like, cool. some of it's stuff that definitely is not ready. Mm-hmm. So, um, as opposed to like going to the liquor store and everything's supposed to be ready to go, right? Well, so, sometimes they're not even bottled yet and or yeah. they're just bottling and they'll be like, yeah. oh, sorry, you know, like we had to cancel a bunch of orders because something went wrong with the bottling or something, you know? So, oh, yeah. 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 Or, you know, suck at customs or yeah. suck at whatever, yeah. suck at the port and then so you don't see it for five months. So you kind of have to factor that into your buying, yeah. right? Like how much stuff you have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's, it's fun. It's yeah, that yeah. that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I kind of want to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I said, it's nice because you're almost getting like the local wineries, the smaller ones, right? Yeah, Not just yeah. the mass-producing yeah. ones. Especially that you get being in, in BC, we yeah. get all the mass-produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the small guys. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, the small guys like yourselves and other small guys like Lock and Worth and and all these like little like boutique kind of ones they're they're starting to get a name though yeah it's right? kind of like what people are looking for i was now. gonna say yeah. going yeah. back to the yeah family owned you're doing yeah. yourself the organics exactly right. yeah. transparency yeah 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 that's the thing yeah people want that like they want to know what's and like we were talking to seb with Rick it's like what 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 are you putting in your body right like yeah. You're eating clean or whatever, but then you're drinking some mass-produced wine. Exactly. And you're wondering why you're all headache. Yeah, have you ever had a night, my, night of, like, big, like, big wine versus, like, having yeah. a natural wine yeah. night? And you're yeah. like, yeah. you can you're wake like, up the next day feeling, yeah. like, pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We made it out of bed this morning. <laughs> there that you was go. A, yeah, that was <laughs> where we were, yeah, we were like, oh, yeah. 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 No, yeah. I agree. It's going to happen. It seems like, I don't know why it takes longer for us to... Yeah. get behind that and move forward like I'm starting to buy white wine like white grapes so I can make a yeah. side label of just kind of experimental whites and I have such difficulty finding organic grapes oh, everyone who's growing seems to be keeping them right yeah <laughs> and right. then no one else is like kind of moving forward and changing it's all like the new people coming in that are deciding to do the organic yeah. it's hard to get the old farmers to over. Yeah, interesting. Or, or that's where you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to plant, like you said, the true sowing. Yeah, plant it for yourself. <laughs> Do it yourself. But then it's like, I want to farm my own grapes, and there's right. only a, a certain amount that you can I manage. Can do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I or like being in there and doing it, I know I have to probably step away from that eventually. But or if you're yeah. ta- if you're if you're taking out for space wise, like if you have to pull something out, mm-hmm. then what do you pull out, right? And so. And that takes years and years. And yeah, that's oh, yeah, for sure. Right? This is the financial yeah, sure. side of it and all the rest yeah. of it. Oh, yeah, this is great. Well, we'll see you in four years. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then 
it's two more after that, and we'll, so we'll see a return well, on investment. Well, and then it's funny, and everyone's talking about, like, wine trends. Like, plant for the trends, you know? Plant for what people want. I'm like, you can't plant for what people want, because it's going to change yeah. in that time. You yeah. have to plant for, like, what you think is going to work. Or what, part, what you'll appreciate. If you can do what you're going to appreciate yourself, then, yeah. you know, that you will can convince along. other people that yeah. if it's, yeah. you know, or you like it, obviously some other people are going yeah. to like it. Eventually it'll come around, so yeah. just do my thing and wait for it. <laughs> Make you want to drink. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I can show you a bit of the vineyard. And yeah. Tell you what we're doing at this moment. Because I'm switching it up from last year a bit. <laughs> like cucumbers with sunflowers and that kind of thing. Oh, right? like companion plants. Companion plants. Yeah. yeah. Is that sort of the idea? Um, yes, you can use that. That's kind of more permaculture with like the idea of the plants helping each other, but biodynamics uses that and cover crops and everything right. um what we do we haven't really planted anything specific a bit of clover but we're kind of keeping the natural ecosystem right um which is mostly like alfalfa which is a really good right. nitrogen fixer yeah. and yeah, clovers sure. we've kind of tried to bring on a bit more of those um we have a lot of yarrow and um yeah just uh Blinking right now, but um, would you say there's a lot of people that are kind of going that route, or there's a few more that I've yeah. met that are kind of playing around with it? Yeah, um, I think it's an Minus intimidating the side of it, yeah. Too. I think it's a bit intimidating of a practice, yeah, yeah. for sure, because it's quite involved trying to find yeah. a steak's bladder or you know, a cow, yeah, <laughs> skull. And, <laughs> You're kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do, and planting all these um, special herbs to do it. Mm -hmm. But um, it's been nice kind of finding other people who are doing it. Oh, we went over to Summerhill in the fall, and we kind of, as a group, made a few preps together. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's nice to have that, like, sharing ability. Yeah. And, you know, being able yeah. to learn together and yeah. kind of walk through it. Um, at the moment, we've only done the uh, 500 prep which is when you put cow manure in the horns and plant them in the ground. Oh, interesting. And um, you're supposed to have it planted up for like celestial energy oh, to help transform it. But to me, um, a lot of it's kind of based in science. Like I find a cow horn has all this microbial life yeah, already, sure. right? Yeah, right. for sure. And it's just naturally helping transform it. Yeah. Right. And you're in this like environment, nice and cozy environment. That's just perfect for that transformation. Yeah, so that's kind of why biodynamics I find is like one step better. It's like replenishing it's like yeah. organics. We do compost. Yeah. We're working on our own compost, but, um, I think it's just using what you have to get that extra bit of nutrients and balance out your soil types. And what do you do for like pest control and stuff like that? Cause I know that some people have like introduced chickens or introduced uh, yeah. ducks and stuff like that. Right. We have a little chicken tractor that's, yeah. um, very difficult to move around yeah. but we we take them up in a little trailer yeah. and uh, let them out for the day they usually stay around for the morning and then make their way back to yeah. the chicken coop yeah yeah <laughs> we haven't yeah. really nailed that method but um they do help they love to scratch around and eat yeah. the worms. Yeah. yeah so we take them out we're also um it's a lot of hand work we're doing hand hoeing around the vines putting diatomaceous earth which cuts the, the mouths of the cutworms oh interesting yeah and then we go out um in the moonlight and just pick, pick them out yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's 
it's more work, I guess you could say, than spraying. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I find it a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like some sort of activity a little that bit we rewarding. Can, yeah. yeah. And we're all out there with our headlights yeah. at night doing it together. And yeah. I don't know. I think it, there's something to like the group work doing these crazy things. Yeah. That, that makes a little it fun. Off the trees. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, I'll go and try to like, like, literally catch that slug that's eating my cucumbers or something like that and I'll be like oh my yeah. goodness he's this long look at I got him and I'm like yeah, yeah. Like, I know launch him out the window. I'm like, like I did that <laughs> get away from my um, <laughs> but also I find like our pests are pretty minimal mm-hmm. um we keep we don't mow that often so we have a lot of grasses to like keep the pests off the yeah. actual vines yeah. they kind of prefer to live on the grasses yeah. as well mm-hmm. our biggest problem is leaf hopper which um, they like to attack the leaf. Yeah. So they can kind of destroy an entire plant and not allow it to photosynthesize, yeah. which yeah. is problematic. Um, but we've been using soap to. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 So that's yeah. been the most uh, successful like method. An kind of. And then just reapplying it right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's that's definitely it's, trial and error. Yeah. I was wondering, like, obviously, you get a nice breeze through here as well. Yeah. So I'm try and keep a little bit of. Yeah, the airflow is nice yeah. for... We don't have much powdery issues. Um, we still apply sulfur. Last year, we kind of experimented with some milkway um, and diatomaceous earth in between. Mm-hmm. So we could see if we could use less sulfur. Mm-hmm. Just I never want to put too much of one thing mm-hmm. to get anything used to it. Um, the problem with farming also and trying to find solutions is you never really know what method is solving it and because every year is different yeah it could be like a better year weather wise pest wise yeah um, and what works one year might not work the next year exactly the conditions yeah exactly but um also with biodynamics it's a lot about um doing things based on the moon Mm -hmm. um so pruning (laughs) i prune with my parents there a bit (laughs) (laughs) like what are you doing (laughs) um so there's an ascending and descending moon, which kind of similar to the tides, yeah. taking like water up and water down. Right. So with the ascending moon, it's bringing the water up to the top parts of the plant. So in theory, when you're pruning during that time, you're taking off some of the plant's energy. Yeah. Um, so in the ascending moon, every two weeks it switches. We we pruned all our vigorous vines and hope to kind of decrease their energy and in the descending moon we we pruned the like lower vigor and right. the ones that are doing fine so that was this year's experiment um what's this planted right here so this is petit verdot okay um this we got virus from the nursery okay so it's um sorry this is Kevrock. This is Kevrock. My photo journey. Oh. <laughs> um, so this has been an interesting experiment. Um, red blotch is what we have, which is kind of a new virus in oh. Okanagan. Um, not much is known about it. They're still kind of searching for the vectors. So we're actually part of a study from the research center in Summerland, they're gonna monitor our vines. Um, at the moment, it's affecting the acidity. Mm. So we have very high acidity. Mm. Um, I don't know, like TAs of 14, oh, like yeah. really crazy high. Just from this, um, is it like a, 
like the mildewy or it's on the leaf it's or is on, it on so the... So you can tell it's like in the in the sap of the okay, vine, yeah. but yeah. it affects the leaves. So yeah. when fall, they'll turn blotchy red. Oh, interesting. Um, different from leaf roll in that it doesn't roll the leaves, but um, it's supposed to affect acidity and ripening, so sugars. Yeah. But right. right now our ripening's been fine. Um, it's just had screaming high acidity. Huh. That's which I've actually really enjoyed. We've been... I was going <laughs> to say, like, there's a lot of people who enjoy that yes. in their wines. So. And... Um, because we don't add acid or anything to yeah. our wines, it's a great to blend with our Carmenere, which mm. is very low in acidity. It kind of drops its acidity in right. early September and then it's done. So um, I've actually been co-fermenting them the oh, past okay. few years, which has turned out great. This year I fermented them separately, um, but I just blended them together yeah. because probably should have kept them separate for an experiment, but I was a little worried about the pH of the Carmenere, mm. not adding much sulfur to it. Yeah. It's kind right. of, I just huh. wanted to keep it safe. So, yeah. So anyway, Carmenere is one of those, uh, Carmenere on its own is one of the only grapes that I'm like, I, I'm not a fan, you know, because it's like, it's just that, that really, the that distinct capsicum, green it, yeah. That, yeah. That's that chili pepper kind of, Yeah. Um, on its own, you know what I mean? Like if it's just 100%. It's so a love it or hate it kind love of Love it or hate it, yeah. Like that Chilean style where it's like, yeah. like whoa, it's like strained through a jalapeno or something, you know. <laughs> but um, but blended with something else is going to add that nice nice spiciness to it. Yeah. Right? Um, you guys can try some. I was going to say, yeah, I have a barrel. Yeah. I usually like it. She likes, yeah. He'll be like, oh, I don't yeah. really like yeah. it. Oh, fine, yeah. don't drink it then. <laughs> um, yeah, it kind of, it's nice to add to our blend, I think, but uh, yeah. on its own, I haven't enjoyed it enough to keep it yeah. separate mm -hmm. or thought it could hold up yeah. with the acidity separately. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's still a fun, I'm really enjoying like the whole blending aspect of it mm. and uh, seeing what works well together and from the beginning, like having all of them separate and, yeah. you know, um, but yeah um so they started off really weak i think i'm hoping as we baby them along and have it very healthy it'll kind of keep up yeah um it's growth i'm only worried like right now i'm really happy with the grapes i love the acidity they have like great flavor yeah um they're ripening enough in bricks for me to be happy but it's yeah something i'm worried about if they find a vector and it spreads to the rest of the vineyard yeah, sure so yeah. at the moment we're going to keep it but we'll have to play it by ear to yeah. see if we'll have to pull it out hmm. that's fun. the ones that are tagged are the ones that are not biased oh, okay. oh interesting so it's very specific then. yeah it's um huh. i don't know i'm actually surprised they're not all virus yeah so i don't you know would if think it would show go up. down down the way or so we're just gonna see if it's gonna yeah. change year by year yeah um, but haven't seen it the rest of it's cab franc this whole downward slope okay um we do two picks of our cab franc because we have silty sandy loam mm -hmm. and the sandy loam sections are two weeks ahead of our oh, well, silty yeah. loam <laughs> um so it's kind of nice to have two picks and two yeah. different wines to kind of play yeah. with and blend and then you said you're on the other side of the highway as well? Yeah. So, so what's up there? It's just a field. That. It used to be cherries. Okay. So what do you mean? Like, what, what, oh, we what do you got planted up there? Nothing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Yeah, that's what you're planting. Oh, right, that's, yeah, I get It's just uh, trying to <laughs> figure out what I want to find. Yeah. And have it, you know, yeah. last for a while. Yeah, Is I changed my mind well? quite a bit. <laughs> that, that sandy it's more of a silty loam. Okay. It's kind of like the Naramata bench type soil. We kind of have a mixture of the Suya sands and the Naramata bench loams. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do with that. Um, I need to make this. But it'll be white, white soil? I want to put some whites up yeah. there. Yeah. It's nice to have varietal. Yeah. Something good. Variety. Yeah. Um, I drink a lot of whites too. <laughs> so like, I want to drink some whites. Yeah. Okay. But that's why I'm like starting to bring buying grapes because it's yeah. fun to have a bit of both and experiment with both. Um, the other day, <laughs> the other day, you want to enjoy what you're making. Yeah, not, oh, absolutely. I'm looking, yeah. You're not gonna make. Oh, I don't like, I don't like whatever. Like, I don't like Syrah or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna plant it because the cells or whatever. You know, yeah, it's like, no. Exactly. You know. I want to be like 100 percent certain that yeah. I'm gonna be fine with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, nobody buys it. At least I can drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking it all. So that's I'm drinking fine. it all. Yeah. <laughs> We have a big family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't worry about we'll it. Trick ourselves to have. Yeah. I'll um, be fine. <laughs> my auntie has horses out there too, but oh, cool. I'm sure it that's well, make a nice little vineyard. And like yeah. I said, it's, it's there's all these little vineyards now that are coming on that um you know, are are giving the bigger Okanagan ones uh, uh not a run for their money, but the presence now is is mm -hmm. to you know, for people to look smaller and find those little unique little um you know little little wineries that uh that capture their heart kind of thing right yeah. and so people are looking at places like this and and right that's why i saw it, i saw it out to come here right because even like i said even uh, for a couple of days of being in in town i said well the specific spots i wanted to go to rather than just hitting um, big ones that i knew would be open there were specific ones i wanted to make sure i hit mm -hmm. while i was here so you're kind of looking for shared values like yeah. what do you for sure what yeah. like what do you care about yeah like to me it's really important to care about this property because i mean it's where we live and we grow up and yeah. i want to keep it sustainable and not have chemicals all around yeah. us and yeah. our workers and yeah. make really good wine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how did you get into like you said it's been four years right so what? making yeah we yeah. planted in 13. So, so how did that kind of <laughs> so we my grandparents had cows here yeah um and they they retired out here so it was kind of just their property and they did just you know got rid of the cows and just enjoyed the place yeah. and we'd come down in the summers but when my grandparents moved into town it was kind of a weird period where it was empty all the kids were kind of going other places and there was no life in yeah. the property so my parents my dad had a company and he sold it and they were i don't know just figuring out what they wanted to do for their next step and everyone kind of had the idea of something was going to happen here just to keep it sustainable yeah, yeah. Um, keep it in the family yeah a little, bit, a little less effort than something like cows or cattle or something like that right that's so we thought yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no, my parents just decided to go for it and plant it. The initial idea was just to sell the grapes. And then I was home for a couple summers during university helping out. And I was like, wow, 
this could be fun. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love the travel aspect more than anything. Yeah. To begin with. It's like I could I can do this, I can travel the world and work and I love drinking wine and meeting new people. Um and then I went to university in New Zealand and just absolutely fell in love with it. Mm. And I love New Zealand wine and they're more sustainable and like a lot of biodynamics are yeah. happening over there and it kinda just got me really excited to do that. And so I kind of wanted to come home and just try it out. So we decided to do a winery and just go all in. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, but still being so new to it, um, we just learned along the way. We had a lot of help from other people around. Everyone's so friendly and open to information and helping you. And yeah. I mean, that's the thing. At the end of the day, if if one person succeeds, everyone succeeds. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, if if somebody starts getting a name uh, you know if, if an Okanagan winery gets a name you know internationally or, or you know, whatever that everyone starts to get that recognition right and yeah. so if somebody starts getting being successful then everyone else kind of can, can you know reap the benefits of it right yeah absolutely yeah. So. no it's been great um, it's been scary just starting a new business and making a product that is you get one chance yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I love like the I love like the multidisciplinary part of it though, because now I'm like a farmer. I'm a soil farmer. I'm a <laughs> vine farmer, and then I'm like a chemist, and I'm an artist, and yeah, yeah. that's the greatest yeah. part about it. Yeah, you're never bored, and yeah. yeah, no, exactly. And if you, you know say oh no we've done this okay well let's start something new like, yeah something, you know like let's go something do something well even new. like like chatting with grant like do you know grant at all or? yeah yeah so even chatting with grant he was like they were originally just selling their grapes and then he was like well you know i'd rather make wine with it than just sell it right so even for him the same thing where he said originally they were just going to sell it and then he was like well let's do something like so, yeah i know and you never think you're going to be ready I think that's the thing, mm -hmm. but you just have to go and start it. And you, I think the first year you're actually doing it, you learn so yeah. much more than you could ever learn working for other people. Yeah. Mm. You're forced to yeah. get in there and do it. I mean, in one way, when you go somewhere and like we were in Tofino, and okay, it's great, right? Like, it's to support local and all that. You know, there's a vast world out there, and you're. It, You're limited. Exactly. Uh, you know. I feel like it limits the winemakers too, being comfortable in that bubble of yeah. if nobody's trying other things yeah. and they're just supporting yourselves. Like, where's the incentive to yeah. push? To, yeah, you know? yeah. Take those risks. Take those risks. And if, and I mean, as a consumer, if all you know is is this style, um, you know, or like I mean, Okanagan's got a bit of a style. Right, so if this is all you know, then um, I yeah. like supporting everyone. I like yeah. there's really great, amazing well, lines thing. here. That's so I'm thing. drinking it because I want to. Yeah, that's the other part of it is if you're drinking it because it's good, right? Are you are you drinking it because you know you're supporting, or are you drinking it because it's damn good? Yeah. Exactly. You wanting to drink based on your like philosophy of life, of course. Like, you know, of course. 
I don't want to have like chemicals in my wine yeah. or whatever, but um, yeah. but yeah. And that's open and that, mind and just to see what what they're about. For me, that's that's the selling point, right? Where you can mm-hmm. you can you can support those people and be behind that kind of um, their philosophy or whatever because they're in line with your philosophy and they're and they're you can see what you like. You know what I mean? Like you can see what they're all about, and that, yeah. if that's if that's what you're all about, then yeah, I I agree. I think like people yeah. are a really important part of making wine yeah. as well. Yeah, that's why I like having like casual yeah. tasting experience, and then you get a meet who's behind your wine. Yeah, and that makes that much more of a connection. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 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 Do you want to try some more? Yeah, sure. In barrel and. I think we're going to leave it there for now. Thanks for listening. For more wine conversation and podcast updates, you can follow us on Instagram at Ian's Wine Truths. Check out our website for great photos of our guests, friendsofthevine.podbean.com. Take care. Have a glass for me.